Well, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sam Gold. And I'm Chris Rotondo. Well, it is currently January 20th, which means we are in the midst of the playoffs now. Um, I do apologize for missing last week. Chris had to take over uh, for the it was second brutal. time of the season. It yeah, was... I got to listen to it back still, but uh, I heard it, it was... Uh... I'm sure it was great. I'm sure it was great. Probably, I, I knew when I... So I had to record it twice, actually. I recorded it the first time, and I'm listening back, and there was this weird, like, static the entire time because my microphone wire wasn't plugged in all the way. Okay, that's a good start. So annoyed about oh. that. And the, fir- the first time wasn't that bad of a recording. I think it was, like, 25 minutes, you know, talking. And then the next time around, I'm like, I got to be somewhere. And I had to just rush right through it. So there was all that good stuff. <laughs> it, it, it was 13 minutes. It was bad. Well, you know, it wasn't, you know, what wasn't bad was the wild card games. So we got a good episode for you guys. We're actually going to compact it into the wild card recap and then the divisional round preview. Um, so we can cover all our bases here. Also, we didn't get to the week 18 recap. If you got, if you don't have a team right now in the playoffs and you feel like you didn't get a good conclusion to your season, don't worry. At the end of the season, we're going to do our usual you know, end of season recap, we'll go through each team, what their season was like, if we got any of our predictions right, that kind of stuff. So don't worry. We're going to have some more, you know, overall stuff, especially in the off season. So, uh, you know, we've just been busy. We're trying to, you know, still get you some episodes in here. we got a good one here, an action-packed one. So I think I'm ready to roll the intro, Chris, right? All right, Sam, let's do it. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, let's start the first wild card game. Seahawks 49ers. And uh, this one, uh, no surprise. Yeah, honestly, you know. 49ers. The, the first half, I think it was 14 13 Seattle at the end of the first half. Uh, you 16, know, clo- 14, yeah. Yeah. Close game. You know, it's like, oh, can Seattle pull off some crazy upset against a division division opponent? And, you know, in the end, you blink of an eye in the second half, the game is already over. 41 23. Not too much to say, but the second half adjustments came into play and the 49ers took care of business but you know overall good season for seattle we'll hop into it like sam said in a couple weeks when we do our uh, recap for every team give our predictions and everything but the seahawks i had them as the worst team in the nfl coming into the year and they made the wild card round so good for them and gino deserves an extension yeah the seahawks super bowl i know you know people uh talk about teams that maybe aren't as good saying like oh this game was their super bowl i would say the seahawks Super Bowl was their whole entire regular season. I mean, it must have just been an entire joy to watch Geno Smith somehow get a Pro Bowl uh, vote and make it to the playoffs. You're playing a really good team here. I think this is the best team in the NFC. And, you know, you go into their house in a wild card game. What do you expect? I mean, especially if your defense isn't good, you know, as Seattle, you're not going to put up with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and in my opinion, the most underrated receiver in the entire NFL, Brandon Ayuk. Um, he needs to get a number one spot on another team because he his career is going to be wasted if he's not a number one receiver. He's been he's been really underrated. So, Chris, you want to talk about Brock Purdy or uh, I don't know. Uh, you know? I think that they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm sticking with it. This offense is it's a juggernaut offense, to be honest with you. Like you said, you have McCaffrey, Debo, Kittle, and then you have Ayuk, who's, who's criminally underrated. And it's an offense that you stop one of the guys, boom, you have a bunch of other guys right there ready to do stuff. You know, you have Elijah Mitchell, who he's been doing well as he's come as, he, as he's came back. You know, the 49ers treating it right, it seems, that they're not giving McCaffrey this full-on workload so they don't overuse him and then get injured like we've seen in the past. I just love what the 49ers are doing. I think this is a great team, and it's one of those things that who's going to be the starter next year, Trey Lance or Brock Purdy? Yeah, and the scary, the scariest thing is that it doesn't matter. Like it does not matter. Like 
when you okay, what the 49ers that played the Chiefs in the Super Bowl weren't as good as this team right now, in my opinion. I would be more scared as a Chiefs fan facing them. The fact that you somehow are more confident now in Brock Purdy than Jimmy Garoppolo running out there. I mean, you know, there's the meme all the time of Jimmy Garoppolo running out in the fourth quarter of the Chiefs game because you know how that ends. If Brock Purdy's running out there, I'm a little bit nervous. I got to be honest. So the fact that, you know, the 49ers kind of just played around with the Seahawks for most of this game and then just put up a casual 18 points in the fourth quarter. I mean, if you could do that with Brock Purdy, yeah, you're right. With this decision, I can't even speak. With this, Holy shit. <laughs> it's been a long day. I woke up at 6.30. This decision in the offseason with Trey Lance, I don't think – I think it's a no-brainer. You go with Brock Purdy. It's – you know, you keep Lance because – He's got a lot of good tools and he can definitely compete in training camp. And then if somehow Trey Lance looks a lot better, then it's a win-win. But and the, yeah, I mean, this, this team is so scary in my opinion. Yeah. Just a fun fact that uh, Trey Lance is actually younger than Brock Purdy. So there's also that. Yeah. Brock Purdy. Really? Yeah. Oh, Lance must have come out as a junior then. Yeah, Trey Lance cool. is 22 years old, and Brock Purdy is 23. Wow, he's one year older than us. That's. I still look at NFL players, and I think they're like 10 years older. Older than yeah, us. most of them are. Yeah, we're at that age now when people are getting drafted and they're younger than us. So no, this is our draft class this year. This is literally our draft class. It's crazy. Yeah. So from here on out, but basketball, they're all way. They're all like 18, 19. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I look at that. Yeah, I look at basketball differently. But yeah, other than that, Chris, I mean, 41-23 was a pretty standard, predictable game. And uh, Seahawks had a great season. And now it's time to uh, recuperate in the offseason and build that defense. All right, Chris. All right. This game, I was rooting hard for the Jags. If I was on last episode, um, I do have my predictions here. I picked the Jags to win. I really, really wanted them to. And I got to be honest, I was pretty shot. You know, in that first half, I was like, shit, the Chiefs are going to have to now just play the Chargers, which that was who I was most worried about out of all the wildcard teams. Um, So I basically cheered like we won the fucking Super Bowl when the Jags made that game-winning kick. Ever since, I've been getting way too superstitious, and now I feel like that, that might have just put a curse on the Chiefs, and now I'm actually really nervous for the Jags. But in this game... You know, the main the main story is Trevor Lawrence, the fact that he threw four interceptions in the first half and then came back with four touchdowns. You got to give credit to the Jags defense. I haven't heard anyone giving credit to the Jags defense. It's all about Brandon Staley. I, I, I understand, too. It's all about Brandon Staley, and it's all about Trevor Lawrence. I mean, the Jags had to only give up three points in the second half for this uh, team. Oh, yeah. I mean, so give him some credit. And we have the receipts. When the uh, Chargers were up by 27, I, I text you and I said, all right, how do they blow this? And we both knew that they were going to blow it some, somehow. I had the Chargers winning, I think, by one point, something like that. But I'm on the record saying I would not be shocked if the Jaguars win. It's the char- This is the Chargers' identity. That's the most Chargers game ever. I don't know how Staley still has a job. First off, played the starters when it didn't matter. Got Mike Williams injured. He wasn't going to be able to play for the postseason unless they made the Super Bowl. That they wasn't happening. And Mike, Mike Williams, that could have been the the difference, Sam, right there. So just a lot of bad decisions. Then you blow the third largest lead in postseason history. That's just this is wild. What a season we've had. We've seen the largest regular season lead blown. And then we've seen the third largest postseason lead. So such a charger thinking instead they fire their quarterback coach and their offensive coordinator. But no Still, Matt Canada still has a job, this and that. You, you know, I'm not even, even going to get into that, Sam. I, I can't. I don't have time of day. We have more important things to discuss. Um, Kenny Pickett's future. You know, but, you know, it. whatever. We're talking about postseason football. I don't know how they, how he, uh, Staley still has a job. I was really high in them coming into the year, and I learned the hard way. You can never bend the Chargers. The Chargers, Sam, it's like I texted you. They're probably going to start 5-0 and next year, and they're going to somehow finish with a losing record. Uh, this is just a pitiful team. It's not on Justin Herbert. If Herbert wants to be successful anywhere, he needs to get out of this cursed franchise. And you nailed it right in the head. He is just going to be like Phillip Rivers. Super good, super talented, has the potential to win a Super Bowl, but on a cursed franchise and just will never happen. I was telling you all season. And as a matter of fact, I think all the way back in September, 
I said that Brandon Staley was not a good coach. I said, I don't care what anyone else says. He's not a good coach. They have all the pieces. He's just a Cliff Kingsbury that's not called Cliff Kingsbury right now. I mean, he will be Cliff Kingsbury in two years. Just give it two years and he's going to be fired. Um, By the way, he's the most depressed guy I've ever seen on Hard Knocks, Cliff Kingsbury. He looks dead inside. He was sitting outside on his giant patio in that like really nice house in Arizona that he has, just like staring into his fire pit in despair. Like he just looks so tired. It was actually really sad. But anyways, <sighs> enough with the Cardinals slander. They've had a rough enough season. Um, yeah, I Chris, you fell for it one last time. You picked it. Yeah, him. you know what? One yeah. last time you fell that's, for it. That's that's okay. But you know what? It's whatever. Good for the Jags, and you know, little uh preview right here for Jags Chiefs this Jags team I'll, I'll start I'll speak on a little bit more when we get to our predictions this Jags team is a much different team than the first time around they've gotten progressively better as the season's gone on and you know I'm sure a lot of people don't expect the Jags to win but this team's gotten better as the weeks have gone on and you know Trevor Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday so it should be a good game in the Jags they're playing they have nothing to lose nobody thought that they would be here Nobody thought they'd make the postseason. So they're going to go out there, play their hearts out, even if they're down by by 30 points, and they're still going to give it their all. So uh, it could be potential for a huge upset. I don't see that happening, but you know, I think it's something that Chiefs fans can't just go out there and be like, oh, it's the Jags. We're fine. This is a uh, it's a young team. It's feisty. Yeah, I'll, I'll reserve my Chiefs-Jags talk for the, the preview. All right. <sighs> Dolphins Bills. Uh Bills squeak it out 34 to 31. There's plenty of storylines with this game. Um, but I think the main storyline, we were just mentioning Brandon Staley. Um, I think someone who did an even worse coaching job is Mike McDaniel. Now that was god awful. This was easily his worst game coached. I still think he's a good coach. Um, this was just a disaster of a game, and it came at the worst possible time. Um for anyone who's saying that. It wasn't Skylar Thompson. I'm not saying it's fully his fault. It's not. But for anyone saying that Skylar Thompson played his heart out, and I mean, I'm sure he played his heart out. You know what I'm saying? Like, he played well enough, and the the rest of his team let him down. I'm sorry. Am I watching the same football game as everyone else? Was he not the worst quarterback you've ever seen on a football field? The defense put them in position to score points. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. He got handed gift after gift. And people want to act like he made a, a few nice drives. He made one touchdown drive for the Dolphins. He was 18 of 45. That's 40% passing. I'm sorry. I get it. The offensive line was terrible in this game. He took forever to make a decision. I'm sure at some point Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell were open for most of the routes. I, I'm sorry. They dropped a few balls. That sucked too. Obviously, the delay of games were just immeasurably bad. But when Skylar Thompson just had a normal pass play, even if even if the offensive line broke down a little bit, he was t- he was worse than Nathan Peterman, in my opinion. And I got to stop all the positive talk about him. Like, this is I, look, I'm nothing against him as the guy, but like he's the he was the worst quarterback I've ever watched in my lifetime, at least. I'm sorry, he just is. It was brutal, and you know, for the Bills, they played one of their worst games, at least defensively, and they got away with it. You know, if they got their uh, jitters out, they played their worst game of the postseason, you know, let it be now against a bad team. If you had this game against the Bengals uh, this upcoming week, you're not winning, so get all that shit out on defense, especially now, and especially Josh Allen and the turnovers now. Let all that out now, and go try and win the Super Bowl because if you have another game like this against whether it's oh man the Bengals this week say you beat the Bengals this week or the Chiefs or Jags whoever wins that game next week we've already seen it with the freaking Jags uh that they can come back and same thing with the Chiefs they have Mahomes on the other side so hopefully that you got all that out of your system now for the Bills and you know it, um, this game was closer than everyone thought it was going to be everyone had it as a blowout and it was it was close it was just a sloppy game and Tua will be back next year, obviously. But, you know, some speculation. Should he retire after all these concussions? It's something that um, I would think about in the offseason just because he, the doctors told you you should. It's it's bad, and you got to think about what's more important, my football career or 
my health and uh physical um mental state for the rest of my life so you know he'll, he'll be back obviously he loves the game it's just something that at least i would be thinking of right now especially after the doctor said it and all the concussions we dealt with this year yeah that's gonna be a huge discussion this offseason um with the bills josh allen the turnover machine i mean he josh allen is literally everything that people pin mahomes to be like he is the guy that makes the crazy play and then has a ton of turnovers. He's everyone that he's what everyone thinks Mahomes is, but he's worse in my opinion. He's not a lot worse, but he's just a little bit worse because he just makes dumb decisions a lot. Um, and honestly, people who are saying that the Bills are overrated because this game is close, I actually disagree with that point. Um, this is just playoff football. Shit like this happens all the time. Um, you're just the only the only important thing is winning the game. So I'm I'm not gonna come here and say the Bills are overrated. I just think it's funny that Josh Allen gets all the praise in the world, and he is really what people think Mahomes is in terms of turnovers and stuff, so I think that's kind of funny. But, yeah, I mean, this game was wild. I didn't expect it to be this fun uh, to watch. I was really rooting hard for the Dolphins, and it just sucks that their coaching and bad football play couldn't pull it out. But at the end of the day, did we really expect them to win? No. So now we got Bills-Bengals, the rematch, and uh, – I don't think you want to see either uh, one of those teams. It might just be because I'm a Chiefs fan. I know everyone hates us, but Bills fans are I'm mean, I have to say it, Bills fans are overrated, man. They're overrated. I think I think it's I think it's gone a little bit too far that they're like the darling fan base of the NFL. Uh, well they are. They are they're if you've, if you've had some if you had real contact with Bills fans, maybe it's just because we're the rivals of them. I mean, they're fucking assholes, I gotta say. But that Maybe, that's prob- Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just I think that might be one of the worst takes I think I've ever heard. Nobody hates Bills fans about you. They're overrated. Very overrated. No. They're fun in partying. They're fun partying at the stadium. But I, I, I just I just think that they're great Bills overall. Fans, you know? Bills fans have really gotten ahead of themselves, and they haven't even run a ring yet. So we actually have reason to brag. But Bills fans, man, they're full of themselves sometimes. Anyways, uh, what are you gonna say when the Bills win a ring this year? Then I'll give them their respect. All right, but they're right. showboating, and they're acting like they're like the darlings of the end. They're calling themselves America's team. Well, like, are you hearing this off of Reddit? <laughs> all of social media, all of social media. But and it was on television. It was literally on television. They're holding up posters of America's team. Well, I'd rather the Bills and the Cowboys. True, but still, if you're just calling yourself America's team, all right, calm down, like. Fuck it. Steelers are America's How team How did you now. get past the AFC Championship game first? Like, I think we can all agree. Jags and Lions and the Falcons are America's team. Yeah, and the Panthers. But Facts. <sighs> Look, that's all right, story. Sam. I don't want to hate the Bills. I don't hate the Bills as a franchise. I don't really hate Bills fans. I just think they're getting ahead of themselves. And it's becoming just a tad annoying. I'm sure everyone felt that way about Chiefs fans. So I should probably just shut my mouth. But that's just how I feel. That's how I feel. So we'll see what happens. I'm still All afraid right. of the Bills if we play them. I'm not <laughs> saying they're bad. I'm just saying we'll see. If the Bills are in a ring, they'll understand. They'll understand Chiefs fans' perspectives. They'll understand. One day. All right. All right. Uh, Giants, Vikings, Giants pull it out. No, Honestly, no surprise here. They had a close game in the regular season. You know, Kirk Cousins not playing at 1 o'clock. And, you know, getting a little reminiscent of back when Eli Manning one I ring with the New York Giants, you know, same type of thing. Wild card. No one gave them any uh, hope. No one, everyone kind of clowned the team and they went out there and they shocked the world. So good for them. They ended up winning and they did it well. And, you know, Kirk Cousins, man, with the, with, with the season on the line, he throws a check down. You know, I would be fine if you throw a ball, a deep shot, or you throw it to the first down marker and it gets picked off or it's overthrown or whatever it is, but you don't even give your team a chance. You throw a check down, which might be the dumbest thing. I can live with if you go for the first down to extend the drive. You have to go for the first down to extend the drive and then it gets picked off or it's just a terrible throw. At least you went for it. Here, you just did a check down and that's the worst thing you can do. I'm not even a Vikings fan. I was so pissed. I don't know why, but I was so pissed. Because it's stupidity. This sounds really dumb, but I would rather Justin Jefferson drop a wide open touchdown. Yep. For the win. I would no, honestly no. rather that. 
I, I I agree because he you you gave your team a shot when you threw a three down check that three yard check down. You don't give your team a shot unless they somehow miss a tackle. Like, like what do you just panic? How are you perfect? All Kirk Cousins was good in this game. Like how are you good all game except for one play? It was it was terrible. I fell for it. I picked the Vikings. I did what you did with the Chargers. I fell for it. I thought they were still going to at least win this game. Oh my gosh! I mean, Trust just, me, I I fell for the Kirk Cousins are... playing at other times, but one o'clock too many times to know that whenever he doesn't play at one, you just got to pick the other team. I mean, Chris, do you would you rather be a Lions fan than a Vikings fan? I would much rather be a Lions fan. Like at least you're just laughing about it, and you're like, "Oh, poor us," and like you're used to it, and like a nine and eight season is it feels amazing, and like that's that's good. You feel fulfilled now. But the Vikings, like, it's just the same shit every other because, year. Yeah, the Vikings, they get their 12, hopes up. 13 wins, yeah. and you blow it in the playoffs. You have the most conference championship appearances. And you have only four Super Bowl appearances and, su- and zero rings. Like, they have the most playoff appearances with no rings, I'm pretty sure. This most team wins. had Brock, this team had, this team had Brock Purdy, they would have won. <laughs> Probably, honestly. Brock Purdy wouldn't have made that throw. You know who would have made that throw? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not gonna say that. Who? No, I no. Who? No, I'm just grumpy this morning. I have nothing against him. Were you? I was gonna say Alex Smith, but no, actually, Alex Smith wouldn't have made that throw. You know what? I take that back. He he in his last few years at Kansas City became a little more uh, adventurous, but I don't know. When I think of Kirk Cousins, I just think of how I felt from 2013 to 2017 with the Chiefs. And I think that's how the Titans fans feel with Ryan Tannehill. I think that's how Cowboys fans are going to feel next week with Dak Prescott. I think that's how Raiders fans have felt. That's just what happens when you have a guy in the 10 to 15 range at your quarterback. You you have a fun regular season. He's not bad. He, he makes some great throws sometimes. You win games, and then this happens. So, I, 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 I don't know. All right, Sam. It's too much let's... negative. Daniel Jones had the best game of his life. They're moving on. They could very well upset the Eagles. I don't know what the hell is going to happen, but good for the Giants. I, I, I loved the Giants when I was a kid. I like them more now because I think I was just salty when the Chiefs were terrible 10 years ago and every one of my friends was rubbing in my face because the Giants won the Super Bowl. But now I like the Giants again. I think they're they're a very rootable team, so good, good on them for winning. Danny and I Dimes, Dimes, man. And they keep proving me wrong, so I got to gotta eat my words now. Danny Dimes, he's... Uh... The goat. You give them the extension, but please, Giants, you got to be smart with it because you also got to pay Saquon, who's a running back. Yeah, you I got to be you, smart with the money, the contract. You, you, you know how him. I feel about it. I mean, Daniel Jones. I don't think he's. A, listen, he's definitely improved, but I don't think he's worth whatever extension he he could potentially get. I know they're having this playoff run, but I'm more so concerned about about Saquon because you know how I feel. Teams do not win Super Bowls when they pay their running backs big money. And I'm I will never get off that that trend. You got to win with them when they're on a rookie contract, or you got to win with a mediocre running back that's not being paid a whole lot, such as the Chiefs, such as the Bills. You know, that's the whole thing. It's tough because I actually I actually do think of them similar to the Titans with Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill in comparison to Daniel Jones. I think Mike Vrabel and Brian Dable are very similar. The Giants' defense is probably slightly better now, but yeah, if they if they had an AJ Brown like the Titans did, I think you'd be less worried about paying Saquon. But unless you can go out and find a guy this offseason, I mean, you got you still got to pay him. It's just yeah, it's a tough. I hope they just at least know what they're getting into, especially they're since paying he's injury prone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're paying both of them, and that could um, you know th- they have to do it. It's probably the smart thing to do, but at the same time, you got to see the consequences, and that's going to eat a ton of your salary cap up. And it could luckily, what, what, yeah, luckily they have their coach because I feel like this is the year to have their miracle run uh, because it's I don't know nobody's being paid yet. This is the year. Okay. We'll see. All right, all right, Bengals, Sam. Let's fly through these the, next two games and then do our Bengals, uh, predictions. 24, Ravens 17. Honestly, it was a typical AFC North battle up until the very end. The play of the game, though, everyone's talking about it. Tyler Huntley on the two-yard line. He does your typical quarterback sneak, but instead he does the one where he leaps over. He reaches his hand over. 
Okay, this was similar to that Patriots Raiders ending where you know you've seen that play before. You've seen multiple outcomes. You've seen him reach over and get the touchdown. Get you've punched seen out. Him reach over and get yeah stopped, and then you see him get punched out. But then it just you know it's a fumble. Someone recovers it. This you've never seen it where it gets punched out into a Bengals defender's hands as an interception, and then a ninety-nine yard touchdown. Uh, just. You know, one thing I have to say about the 2022 season, I think in 2021, the games themselves have been better. But 2022, the play has been sloppier, but it's made for more wild moments, I would say. Like, just I agree with that. really crazy fucked up plays like this one. Like, I don't understand how things like this keep happening this season. It was the Patriots play. It was the Patriots getting the kick return against the Jets. The Justin Jefferson catch. The George Pickens catch, uh, the, the Naheem Hines kick return. I don't know what the hell's going on this season, but this was just solidifying another one. I gotta say, Chris, I think the Ravens would have won if this didn't happen. Yeah, you know, I, the I definitely put their best effort out. I agree with that. Even with the Bengals are a better team, and now you know the Ravens. They got rid of their offensive coordinator, Lamar Jackson. Could he be gone? Potentially, I think it would run me the wrong way if you extend Roquan Smith before you extend the former MVP of the league, Lamar Jackson. So who knows what that Ravens have a lot of question marks headed into this offseason. It's going to be big. And, you know, it's one of those things that you've seen what this team is without Lamar compared to what it is with Lamar. And you're going to have to dish up that money. And this and I feel with how bad the Ravens have been, you know, I know he was hurt, but I think this kind of helps Lamar's case when he can come and say, Look at the record before I was hurt. Look at it after I was hurt. How many games do you guys win after I was hurt? And he wants I... to stay. He, he actually does want to stay. It's just yep. similar to Tyreek, actually. At the but... same time, the Ravens can also come back and say, you haven't been healthy these last two seasons. It's, it's been an issue. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Does, does he stay? Does he leave? Um, if he leaves, the Jets can make a um, healthy offer to him. I've been saying that a lot. Um, yeah. He, he he has he has options. Yeah, I don't. I, I I think he stays. I think he gets the extension, but it's just uh. I think who, the, who the Ravens already spent so much time and money to literally build this entire team around Lamar. I think only what is this his fourth season, fifth season? Like you can't give up now. You just can't. I I know he's been injury prone. You can't though. You can't. You gotta just keep him still. You get you, you get rid of him, and it, you, the entire thing goes backwards. I mean, I think you get rid of him. I think Derek Carr could be a could be an option for them. I'm uh, just trying to think. I mean, I, I he's got no one to throw to. I mean, it's literally been built around Garoppolo. Because then you're gonna have just, to get a wide receiver. You gotta pay. Like it's a whole it's a whole different thing. It's a whole thing. They if, yeah. if they get rid of Lamar, that I don't see this team winning more than five games next year. Yeah, it's just been a it's just been a tough season for the Ravens because even their wins, like they still had ten wins, their wins have been pretty boring this year. Like it's just been a kind of meh season for Ravens fans. I feel bad, and the way their season ended, not only with the Sam Hubbard play, but that pat that hail mary at the end, James Prochet was literally inches short of catching that ball. I mean, that's that's a really tough way to end your season. Um, as someone who's experienced some weird playoff endings uh to end our season in the last decade uh yeah that's that's the tough one for Ravens I feel for them because they you know I mean they have two rings in the last 20 years so that's really great but they've had some tough losses and disappointment so yeah but the Bengals you know they just slipped by it's another thing like the Bills I'm not going to go ahead and say the Bengals are overrated it's just one of those scenarios it's a division matchup in the playoffs it's going to be close it's going to be down and dirty and you know, they're just happy to get out of there with the win. So, yeah, that's about it for me. Yep, definitely uh, agree with that. AFC North football. All right, Sam, Cowboys, Bucks. Literally, Cowboys dominated this game. I was wrong. I thought the Bucks were going to win. Um, all good things must come to an end. And Tom Brady's streak of beating the Cowboys came to an end. Dak Prescott played really well. And the Bucks. you know, this offense, terrible. I think Tampa Bay needs to get a new head coach. Todd Bowles isn't cutting it. They fired their offensive coordinator. Um what I think Bowles is the bigger issue because you see one year uh, Arians is there. This team is winning games, a Super Bowl contender. Then the next year you switch head coaches. All of a sudden, what happens? 
the team sucks. So I think you got to look more at the head coach. Todd Bowles, he's a great defensive coordinator. He's just not fit for head coaching. I just don't think that's a strong suit. You've seen it with the Jets. Um, and then you're seeing again with the Bucs with, with a better roster. And Sam, it's like you said, you uh, can take him off the Jets, but you can't take the Jets out of him. Something like that you said to me. So, you know, I think that he they should have just kept him at defensive coordinator and looked for someone else. But you know what? It's not my problem. Let's... He's a great defense coordinator, just not a good head coach. It's just kind of how it rolls. But the Cowboys, they played their, their hearts out this game. Dak finally didn't throw an interception. Dalton Schultz, two touchdowns. His team is clicking on all cylinders, and they will be moving on. Yeah, and uh, with the Bucks, one last thing. I mean, not even – not even Tom, not even Tom Brady could have turned this team around, which should show you how bad Todd Bowles is. And uh, you know, even their center came back, Jensen, and it didn't really matter. They just got blown out by a Cowboys team, which can look this good. Like they put up fifty points against the Colts one week, and they blew out some other teams. They blew out the Vikings, and then they suck sometimes. But you know, this was one of those weeks where the Cowboys were good, and not even Tom Brady could. Uh, Make a comeback. They end the season eight and ten, so that's a race from his uh, resume that he'll bring a losing record team to the Super Bowl. It's I don't think he's going to retire, but it's certainly his last game with the Bucks. You could just tell he was waving his cap to the fans, and it feels like he's going to play one or two more years, maybe with the Raiders or a team like that. Um, but yeah, his time with Tampa is done. I think you know it's the right time to get away from Tampa. Um, it was a good run, nice three years there. Eh, really nice two years, but got him a ring. And uh, yeah, that's it. The Cowboys, thirty-one to fourteen. Dak Prescott, five total touchdowns, just like Daniel Jones, probably had one of his best games of his career. But it really doesn't matter. I mean, this was the Cowboys Super Bowl right here, and you know, congrats to them. They did what they needed to do. I'm not taking that away from them. But if Cowboys fans. I get it. They're starved. So they're obviously going to be psyched to win this game. But at the same time, if Cowboys fans want to realize why they're hated on so much, like don't act like you're now going to the Super Bowl because you beat an eight and nine team. Like you played well. Congrats. But if you beat the 49ers, I will give you permission to do that. It's just that's the thing. It's like they act like that's it. They're Super Bowl champs because they won a wild card game against a losing record team. So I don't know. Anyways, we shouldn't waste too much time on this because we still have a full slate of divisional round games. Chris, how are we doing on time with Zoom? Two, two minutes, two minutes left. All right, so we'll be back after like a one-second cut. And, uh, yeah, for our divisional round preview. All right, Sam, we are back after that uh, three-minute break, but one second for you guys. Uh, let's look at the, the divisional round, Sam. Let's start off with the Chiefs and Jaguars. This line moved from what I saw yesterday. It was either eight or eight and a half point favorites for the Chiefs. Now it's all the way up to, to nine. Over under is at 53. And I'll, I'll kick it off here. I think it's going to be a fun game. This game is definitely going to be different than the first time these two two teams played. Kind of going to reiterate what I said earlier. I do think the Chiefs won, but at the same time, Trevor Lawrence never lost on a Saturday. This team is young. They're hungry. And at this point, they're nobody expecting to be here. So why not go out here and shock the world once again? Kind of do sort of like a uh, type of season with uh, it, it, they're better than this team, I feel. But like, you remember the whole Blake Bortles thing leading into the uh, championship? Oh, you, you know. know. Oh, yeah. I, I know a little all too well. So. I just need to have a Chiefs hat and to sit down next to you and just laugh when they uh when they win. And who knows? Who knows? No, no, not a Chiefs hat. You got to wear the Jaguars hat. I, no, I know. I got to wear the Jag. I got to find the Jags hat now. This was what two thousand. This is what January of two thousand eighteen. I was so mad at you. We were juniors in high school. Uh, I went over to Chris's house to see the Steelers Jags game, and I showed up in it. I don't, don't ask me why I own a Jaguars hat. I just some for some reason do. Probably because I liked their logo. I showed up in a Jaguars hat, and Chris just gave me the dirtiest look when I walked in. And then I took it off, you know, as you know, being respectful, you know, during the game. Obviously, the rest is history with that game. And then when he's walking me out to go out the house, I put the hat back on. I was and then so Chris, mad. Didn't you say you almost cried? I, I went upstairs because I was just like defeated. I I almost cried. Yeah, it was. Look, the week before was the Marcus Mariota throwing a touchdown pass to himself game against the Chiefs. So I feel your pain. 
Um, but yeah, that was bad. And now, look, here's two things I'm now superstitious about. One is that I cheered my ass off when the Jags beat the Chargers. You know, because the first thing that comes to my head is like, oh yeah, the Chiefs, they're going to beat the Jaguars. So now with like even just hours of thinking about what I just did, now I feel like I just screwed myself and the Chiefs are fucked because I got too confident. There's two times, two times I've ever gotten confident about the Chiefs in the playoffs in my entire lifetime. The Super Bowl against the Bucks and the championship game. It's documented the championship game last season against the Bengals. I said, screw it. It's been an up-and-down season, but I'm so happy to be here. I'm going to be confident for the first time and pick the Chiefs to beat the Bengals. Remember, I remember saying that a year ago, and they fucking blew it. So no way in hell am I coming in here. I had the one cheer when the Jazz game ended, and that's it. I'm shutting up. I don't want to jinx anything. I don't want to get my hopes up because, yes, we have the Super Bowl victory. Yes, we've been great for five to ten years as a franchise. But also, yes, the Chiefs have had countless devastating, heartbreaking playoff losses. And I don't want this Jags game to add to that list because that would really fucking suck. So I am worried about the second superstitious thing in that, will Chris, will we share the same feeling? Will, will I share the same feeling that you felt five years ago? Probably not. Probably not. But then I remembered this game was on Saturday, and I'm like, I'm like convinced now that that's something can happen. I I'm, 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 picking, I'm picking the Chiefs to win, but it is a Saturday. One thing has to give. Trevor Lawrence never lost a game on Saturday, but Mahomes has also never lost a divisional round game. So something's got to give. I think I am uh, feeling positive though because two things. Something's coming full circle. The only other year I ever visited Kansas City and went to Arrowhead Stadium was 2019. That's the season that we won the Super Bowl. The only other time I've been to a season or been to the uh, stadium and it was for a game was this year in week 10 against the Jaguars. I will so laugh I feel so like hard. It's coming full circle. If the, if the Jags like, win, I remember you said you wanted to go to a game. You knew the Chiefs were going to win. And then the Jags was like, all right, we're just going to fuck you guys over in the playoffs. I will laugh so hard at that. Yeah, that's another thing. I really, it didn't even cross my mind that the Chiefs would meet up with the Jags again when I was walking out of that stadium. Because the Jags were three mine. and seven when we beat them. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's probably just me. I don't know. I'm definitely getting in my head, but anything is possible. I know for a fact anything is possible. Think about it. Think about it. Say say if the Chiefs lose and the Bills win and the Bills make it to the Super Bowl, you can still say, well, you know, the Bills didn't have to play us to get there. So you (laughs) you still have that over them. uh, That's like Patriots fans saying to us that uh, we lost to the Titans. So that's why you guys went to the Super Bowl and won it back in 2019. You got to look at the positives of things, Sam. But anyway, we got to give our thing. score. We got to give our okay. scores and move yeah. on. All right. I'm nervous. So obviously, I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win because I'm not going to be that negative. And I still, in my heart of hearts, think they're going to win. But I'm going to be shitting myself. This is just the divisional round. And I'm like, if we win and then we got to play the Bengals or the Bills to get to the Super Bowl, I'm going to have a heart attack. So all I have in my mind right now is blowing that game to the Bengals. I'm fucking pissed off. Like, I I want this win so bad. I want to go to a fifth straight championship game. I know that sounds spoiled, but hey, this is my fucking team. I've been a fan my entire life. Obviously, I'm going to go fucking hard every single season, no matter what. You think Patriots fans? Didn't care after the sixth Super Bowl. No, now you're a fan of the team. You love you being great. You want to win every fucking game. You want to win the playoffs. This is what football is all about. We're in the golden era of Chiefs football. I want to win this game so bad. The fire never leaves. It actually gets it gets more every single year. I get more passionate every single year, so it's never gonna leave. Fuck, man, I'm nervous, but I'm gonna go with the Chiefs to win. But I'm gonna go with the Jags to cover because that's how the Chiefs season has been. All year, we win a lot of games, but we don't feel too comfortable about it. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs, hopefully with the win. I'm going to say 33 to 27 in a close one. I'm going, uh, you know, I just see this game being close in the first half and you blink your eyes and then the Chiefs are just up by a couple scores here. I'm going to go with the 
the Chiefs winning. I'm going to go with 30 to 21. Uh, Chiefs win. They break Lawrence's streak. I the, the Chiefs are just a better team, and I have to go with a better team, even though it would be I would much rather see the Jags win just because I like the Jags. I, I it's just impossible to hate them. But you know, just got to be honest with yourself here and just look at these two teams and say Kansas City is just a better team. Unless the Jags, I mean, the Chiefs can come back from anything. Unless the Jags get up by 30. The Chiefs have a legit shot to come back. This game is crazy. I hate that it's at four thirty tomorrow. I hate that it's in the middle of a Saturday. Like this is this is my first. I had my first week of school, and I woke up early every day and had classes. This is my first day off since the first week of school, and now I got to worry about this Chiefs game. Do you have off on Fridays? No, I had a class at eight fifteen this morning. Ooh, but ooh, ooh. yeah, it was bad. But I'm done for the day. Anyways, one last thing. What was I gonna say? Okay. If the Chiefs lose, this is going to be such a miserable weekend. Oh my god, I'm not. Even, I'm not even going to be able to stomach watching the rest of these games. To be honest, Chiefs, Bills, and Bengal fans. These next uh, two weeks are going to be absolutely chaos. To chaos for for your emotions, but you know, you know what, Jaguars fans too. I we got to give them respect, Chris. I mean, we, we do, we do. But I'm thinking of a point. They are the of, giants of the AFC. I mean, but the Jaguars. It's like you got to think. It's like, do they really think they can win? Obviously, Chris. Chris, when you're in that environment and you're on that hot streak and you feel like you can do anything, you just made the biggest comeback. Like at home, trust me, they think they Listen, can win. I'm rooting for them, but I'm thinking. What from do a, you think? Uh, I'm, so I'm, 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 I'm thinking that. from a perspective of it's like from where you were at the beginning of the season to now. Uh, I just feel. If this was two, if this was two years ago when I literally was so relaxed the entire year, I wasn't worried about the Chiefs ever losing. We lost one game in the regular season. I get it, but this year the Chiefs are right on par with the Bills and Bengals. Like they're not, they're not by far and away the best team anymore. It's not. It's, that's not. They're I think tied I think for the best teams. You look at the Chiefs' defense. They have they have a good defensive line, but then you go to the secondary. It's weak. That's what I want to talk about. Can someone give Chris Jones his flowers for once? Like, this man had the best season of his career, and no one's talking about it. He he should get just one vote for Defensive Player of the Year. He's not going to win. I don't expect him to win it, but he needs a vote. 15 and a half sacks this year for and a defensive tackle. Nobody's going to talk about it either. No one. No one ever fucking – because it's Aaron Donald. Well, Aaron Donald, that's not this year. Everyone's talking about Nick Bosa and Mike Parsons. But yeah. He just gets overshadowed. I got to give my shout out to Chris Jones. We got to pay on this offseason. He's got to show out. Another fun fact, he's never had a sack in the playoffs in his entire career. So this has got to be his first game. Come on, Chris Jones. <laughs> Not Rotundo. We're, uh, we're rooting for it. All right. We did way too much on this. Uh, I'm going to fly through these. All yeah. right. Giants, Giants, Eagles, the Saturday night game. Seven and a half point favorites of the Eagles, 48. Uh, Point total. These two teams played two times in the regular season. The first time when the Giants starters played, the Eagles mauled them. The second time, I'm convinced Jalen Hurts, his shoulder was still acting up, but they needed him because uh, they needed to get the one seed. And they ended up winning. Giants didn't play any of their starters. They squeaked out a win. It was ugly, but then you give the Eagles the full week off. Hurts' his shoulder has to be much better now. Uh, that, he, that week off is going to be crucial for this team. I think the Eagles win. They end this run, you know. Uh, I know it's been mirroring that uh, season that everyone's talking about in the past with the Giants, but I think it comes to an end here. I think the Eagles are just just better than this team straight up. Uh, Eagles win, I'm going to say, 32. Giants are going to score 23. You know, I'm going to close my eyes right now. I'm going to think that it's 2007 right now. Actually, 2008, 15 years ago, there's a little team called the New York Giants. Who went nine and seven, I believe. They made it to the Super Bowl. They beat the undefeated Patriots. I'm gonna do something I haven't done all season. I've been picking against the Giants 85% of the time. Fuck the Eagles, man. Fuck their fans, honestly. I like Jalen Hurts. That's about it. Let's go with the Giants. Let's pick the Giants. Let's have a split game. And we'll see what happens. Uh any Giants fans that are going to the game this weekend, good luck. Uh, you might die. You literally you might, might get fucking beat up. Get, yeah, that's uh, it's a lose lose because if the Giants lose, then you're gonna get heckled by Eagles fans because they're just gonna be assholes because they beat you. And if they win, you're gonna get fucking killed 
because Eagles fans are going to be pissed off that they lost. So I wouldn't recommend going to the game. Just go. You live in the New York metro area. There's plenty of nice stay, bars st- and fun. Stay at home. Stay warm. Stay warm. Just stay warm. Stay warm. Don't go to the link and risk getting your ass kicked and losing. So, yeah. All right. I got, I'll pick the Giants to somehow win this game. I'm just doing it off of a gut feeling because it's fun to pick the underdog. Not the Jags, though, but I'll pick the Giants. 27-24. All right. All right. All right, Sam. Now we have right. the you, – you, Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, all right. Bills Bengals, this game didn't happen a few weeks ago for obvious reasons. So now we get to finally see what this matchup really looks like in the playoffs, but this time it's in Buffalo. Honestly, not sure why this game wasn't on a neutral site either because the Bengals kind of got screwed out of a chance at the one or two seed. But, you know, look, the Bengals, their season's coming to an end. Yeah, you know, also about an hour ago, uh, Bengals ruled out their left tackle, Jonah Williams, and right guard, Alex Kappa, for the divisional game. The Lions at five and a half for the Bills, over unders 48 and a half. You know, luckily, the Bills don't have Von Miller. Although, the Bengals are still fucked. Look, I just think with the way everything's going, it's been a feeling. It's been a feeling all season since August. It feels like Bills Super Bowl bound, especially with what happened. No, I might. That's that's that feels wrong to say that, but like I feel like they're gonna like they have enough motivation now. You know why? Um, and it just feels like they have to get this win here. And I don't know. It's just it's just another feeling. I think the Bengals overall are still a better team. By a slight, like 55-45. But I don't know. I would be I would be very surprised if Joe Burrow goes into Buffalo and beats them. I would. I would actually be surprised. I know a lot of people are picking the Bengals. But I, it just feels weird if the Bills don't win, right? Like, are you having that feeling? I feel like they yeah. have to win this game. No, I, I think it's weird. I, I mean, I'm, it just seems too good to be – I mean – it has to be true. The script has to be written. Third time's a charm. Bills are going to meet the Chiefs for a third time in the conference championship, and they're going to beat them and win the Super Bowl. It's just how it has to play out. I don't see another scenario in my head. Um, I think the Bills win this game. I think they win it. Uh, I'm going to say 34 to 29. I think it's going to be a fun game. But, you know, like I said last week, I would I mean, if I've been saying all year the Bengals are going to make the playoffs, but they're going to get bounced in the wild card round. Because Lamar wasn't playing, I had to pick the Bengals. There was no other way. So I'm a week late with it, but I still think the Bengals are going to lose here. Uh, it's been a great season for them, and they could very well win this game. I just don't see the Bills losing this game. It just, like you said, Sam, it seems too good. The Bills, it just feels like it's their year. Yeah, it's just with everything with Hamlin, you know, it just feels like they're extra motivated now. Uh, with all the buzz around Chiefs, Bills, and Atlanta, it feels like that like just kind of has to happen now. Just it does. Cause... I don't know. It's just a gut feeling. Although I did, I just thought of this back in August. I had the Chiefs and the Bengals both losing in the divisional round, and then the Bills playing some weird team in the. Uh... I had the Chargers or the Ravens, but this time it might be the Jags. So I hope that's not right. I I want I want it to be Chiefs Bengals again. Like I am rooting for Chiefs Bengals. I... The Bills want their revenge on the Chiefs, and the Chiefs want their revenge on the Bengals. Plus, the Chiefs will be at home if they play the Bengals. So I'm rooting if, for them. If Sadly, it's the Bills, pick the Bills win though. If it's the Bills and some random team, you get the tout and say that you called all the way back in August. I don't want to tout though. I want this <laughs> wrong. I was wrong during 2019 when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I was gladly wrong. I thought the Ravens were winning that Super Bowl because uh, Lamar is MVP and they were great, and then they blew it first round of the playoffs. So I really thought it was going to be different. But yeah, uh, I gotta go. The Bills, unfortunately for Bengals fans, it's gonna be a. I know my dad's gonna be so nervous. It's my dad versus my mom in this game. Uh, Bills versus Bengals, and the Chiefs are still alive. It's kind of crazy. But um, oh, poor Max, RIP the Vikings. I know, I know. All four of our teams made the playoffs, though. I don't think it's really ever happened. So, but I gotta give a score. I'll say Bills thirty-one, Bengals twenty-four. Joe Burrow will have the ball at the end. It'll be close. They'll need a touchdown, and it just it just won't happen for them this season, unfortunately. They still had a great season. I hope they win. But, yeah, my, my gut's telling me that they lose this game, and that's it. It's going right, to be a Sam. tough one, a close one, and a good one. 
we have our final game of the weekend here. Cowboys 49ers, four point favorites for the 49ers, 46 over under. You know, That's I don't it? even yeah. I feel like the line needs four to be points? bigger than this. I I don't I feel like four is too close. It's gotta be at least six, I feel like. Maybe seven. I, I, I thought it was gonna be like six and a half, seven, maybe even eight. I, I don't know. I feel that's too close. Um Vegas, you know, Vegas is they want to take all that money from Cowboys fans. They they I, know they know I, how confident I, they are. I don't even think I need to even say what I'm my feelings because I think everyone listening already knows what I'm gonna say. Listen, 49ers, they're gonna win this game. Cowboy fan Sam, you said it perfectly. They won their Super Bowl last week versus the Bucks versus a bad team. And the 49ers, I think they're gonna pretty easily win this game. I think Dak kind of comes back to how he's been playing, not so great. I think he's gonna throw an interception this game. I think this 49ers defense is gonna be too much for the Cowboys offense. And I think they're gonna win. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they're gonna win 29 to 25. Yeah, the only way I could see the Cowboys pulling this off, disregarding injuries, that's just a cheap way of like saying that. I'm not going to mention injuries, but the only way I could see them pulling off this win is if Dak Prescott is so pissed and motivated from how last season ended that he just plays as well as he did against the Bucks last week. And then Micah Parsons and that Cowboys defense finally gives Brock Purdy a hard time, and you actually see Purdy struggle for the first time so far this season. That's the only way I could see this pulling out, but I agree with you. I think it's going to be the other way and that the 49ers defense is still just going to be too much for Dak. I think it'll be close in the first half. Um, and then, you know, the 49ers talent will just outdo the Cowboys talent at the end of the day. I think Christian McCaffrey is still going to have a nice game on the ground. Um, Debo Samuel. I mean, it's just, you look at the 49ers, it's just too much talent. We mentioned this before. So, Cowboys, look, at least I know it'll suck to lose to the Niners two years in a row and then be eliminated. At least this season, if you lose, you could go back and watch the Cowboys box game. Like you have a win. All right. So you're going to lose this game. I'm sorry. You will earn my respect if you win this game. But the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. And yeah, I just feel like that's what's going to happen. So yeah, at least the Cowboys are 49ers win this game. with losing to the 49ers. It's tough. It's tough. Um, 49ers also have their number in the 80s, too, so it's extra tough. But the Cowboys have their number more in the 90s. Anyways, it's a rivalry. Let's go. 49ers. 30. 30... Do I want to go high scoring or low scoring? Actually, I'll go lower scoring. I'll say 49ers 26. Cowboys 18. All right. I had a feeling you were going to do yeah. something weird like 18. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's going to do it for us from the, our divisional uh, round predictions and wild card round recap. Interesting week. It was a lot of fun, and I only feel it's only going to get crazier from here. Uh, I'm excited to watch it, and we will see you guys next week. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Good luck to any of the uh, fans out there that still have the team alive. Go Chiefs. And uh, yeah, that's this is it. Enjoy nice, uh, fun. Divisional round weekend, and we'll see you guys next episode for the recap.